I'm Pete McCall, and this is all about fitness. Today, I'm going to focus on another quick fit tip, specifically on strength training. The last time I spoke about strength training, I spoke about some of the lesser known benefits, like changing hormone profiles. Today, I want to discuss the different types of strength training. Now, strength training isn't just picking up a weight. I mean, that's part of it, obviously, but you have different types of strength and they produce different types of reaction in the body. So in order to get the benefits you want from your workout program, you have to identify the, you know, the best type of strength training program for your needs. Now, first, let's take a look at what we traditionally do in the gym. Most of the stuff that we do in the gym comes from the bodybuilding community. Let's face it, those are the people that really got us interested in, in making bigger muscles. And if you want to get bigger muscles, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But it's important to understand that you need to change the way you train every now and then to give your muscles a different stimulus. But bodybuilding, we want to fatigue the muscles in about maybe 10 to 15 repetitions. That helps us induce something called metabolic fatigue. Metabolic fatigue from strength training means that we deplete glycogen levels in the muscle. So if you do 15 repetitions and you fatigue, meaning you cannot do a 16th repetition, you've depleted the glycogen of the carbohydrate stores in the muscle. What happens? The muscle adapts by beginning to store more glycogen in it. Glycogen holds on to water, and boom, there we get muscle growth. That's why bodybuilders will train within that rep range. So that's what we call hypertrophy training. Hypertrophy means we're just increasing the size of the muscle fiber. Now, a different type of training is strength, just pure strength training. Strength training happens in about, you know, maybe anywhere from about, you know, two or four, maybe eight reps or more. Now, to see the differences with strength training, what you're working on are the number of motor units activated within a specific section of muscle. A motor unit is like a light switch for your muscle fibers. A motor unit is a motor neuron. That's the connection from your nervous system to the muscle fibers. And a motor, ur- a, a motor unit is a motor neuron and the muscle fibers it's connected to. So if you use a heavier weight, you're going to be activating more muscle motor units per section of muscle. That's why you can generate more force. That's why the difference. So if you're a bodybuilder, you're creating something called sarcoplasmic hypertrophy. That's increasing the size, overall volume of the muscle. That happens when, as you deplete glycogen, you store more glycogen, you store more water in the sarcoplasm, and you get muscle growth. Now, if you do strength training, which is eight reps or less, you're doing what you're creating more mechanical damage to the muscle. Mechanical damage initiates a, a, a protein repair process. That's why we produce growth hormone and mechanical growth factors. They repair the damaged muscle proteins. Now, the other thing that, that strength training does, it increases um, what we call myofibular hypertrophy, meaning you induce, you induce more muscle um, fibers or myofibrils to be activated. So if you do a heavier weight in the four to six rep range, what you're going to do is you're not really going to get larger muscles. You're just getting muscles capable of generating more force. That's why if you, I'll see if I can find a couple of examples to put on the show notes, but if you look at the difference of a bodybuilder big poofy muscles and somebody who does strength training you'll see that somebody who does strength training like a strongman athlete um i'm thinking of eddie hall you know compare eddie hall to jay cutler i know jay cutler i don't know if he's competing as much anymore but jay cutler is huge and his muscles are huge eddie hall is thick and strong eddie hall can deadlift over a thousand pounds the basic difference is eddie hall is training for strength developing myofibular hypertrophy and Jay Cutler or bodybuilders developing, working on muscle size. Now, a large muscle isn't necessarily a strong muscle, and a strong muscle isn't necessarily a large muscle. So it's important to understand that. 
And now there are different types of weightlifting too. We have, you know, you may hear uh, guests on here from time to time refer to something called powerlifting. Powerlifting is a specific type of competition that focuses on the three lifts of bench press, squat, and deadlift. And what you're trying to do is, gen- is, is lift as much weight as possible in one repetition, one of those lifts. Weightlifting, or Olympic weightlifting if, as it's commonly called, is in the two lifts of the snatch and the clean and jerk. Those are total body explosive lifts. Now that's where a little misnomer happens is weightlifting is actually more of a power movement because you're exploding the weight into a snatch or a clean and jerk. And powerlifting is more of a strength training movement. But anyway, that's what that is. Powerlifting, squat, squat, bench press and deadlift, weightlifting or Olympic weightlifting is a snatch and a clean and jerk. So those are different types of strength training. Now the benefit, the difference of power training is if we're doing power training, we're training for speed, we're training for explosive movement, like in the snatch or the clean and jerk. With powerlifting, what we're trying to do is the rate of force development. How quickly we develop muscle force, because that's what our muscles do. Our muscles generate force. When your muscle contracts, it's generating a force to overcome the inertia of a resistance. Bada bing, bada boom. You use a heavier weight, you need to generate more force. If you want to grow muscle size, you need to generate force until the muscle fatigues. If you want to be explosive, you want to be fast, you have to train try to you have to try to train the muscle to generate as much force as quickly as possible. So when we look at that, that breaks down into different types of training. So if you want to work on muscle size, do 15 reps to fatigue, but for about 12 to 16 weeks or so, because after 16 weeks your body adapts to it. If you want to train for max strength, you're going to have to you know, do three or four months really heavy and then one or two months light. Give your body a chance to recover and repair. If you want to train for explosive power, if you want to do the Olympic lifts, snatch and the clean and jerk, you have to cycle on and off between lighter weights where you work. Because when you're working power, you actually want to use lighter weights so you can work on speed of movement. You can work on technique. Using a heavier weight can actually slow you down. So anyway, the reason why I'm going through this is with my last podcast, I you know interviewed Nick Tuminello about the benefits of strength training for weight loss. With my next podcast, I'm excited to announce that I have Dan John, who's a master in strength training. Dan John's in his late 50s, and he still does competitive shot put, competitive discus. He has a background in Olympic weightlifting. He has a background as a strongman competitor. But Dan John and I sat, sit down, and we talk about the benefits of strength training. So what I want to be able to do with, with the quick fit tip is define the different types of strength training. Now, if you look down in my show notes, I'm going to have a link to an article or to a blog I wrote um, a while ago on uh, the different types of strength training because there are different types of strength. And no matter what your fitness goal is, you should try to train differently every three or four months or so. And you're going to hear me talk about that a lot. You're going to hear my guests talk about it a lot because that is one of the most important things you can do. No matter what your goal is, you are going to need to change your training stimulus. Whether that means going from barbells to dumbbells, dumbbells to machines, machines to kettlebells, whatever it is, your body will adapt to something if you do it over and over and over again. So it becomes essential to change whatever you're doing, change it up every three or four months to put a new fresh stimulus in your body. So there you go. Just a quick fit tip today. I'm defining the different types of strength. We have myofibular hypertrophy, which is you're increasing the density of the individual muscle fibers. And you're activating more muscle motor units per section of muscle. That's how we get stronger. That's why strong guys aren't necessarily huge guys. We have sarcoplasmic hypertrophy, which is increasing the sarcoplasm of the muscle cell. The sarcoplasm will hold glycogen and what holds water. 
If you're doing bodybuilding training where you're doing repetitions to fatigue, you're depleting glycogen and you're training the muscle cells how to store more glycogen in water, and that's why you get bigger. I mean, you get sarcoplasmic hypertrophy. You can look that up. Um, there's a difference between strength training. Strength training, you're using about heavy weight for maybe eight reps or less. There's a difference between bodybuilding. And then finally, we have explosive training or powerlifting. You know, powerlifting is the competition of snatch, squat, and deadlift. Power training, you're focusing on strength. We have Olympic weightlifting. Olympic weightlifting is snatch and clean and jerk. And what you're doing is you're focusing on explosive speed, the speed of movement, how fast you can be. If you're an athlete, you need a combination of both. If you're an athlete, you need strength to move an opponent, and you need speed to be able to beat an opponent to wherever you're racing to. And if you heard uh, if you heard the, po- the podcast with Nick Tuminello and I, we also talk about the need for athletes to develop size. That's why an athlete will do some hypertrophy training to add muscle size, some strength training to work on muscle force production, and some explosive training to work on the rate or the velocity of muscle force production. That's it for today's quick fit tips. Stay tuned for my next podcast, which will have Dan John, where he and I will talk a lot about strength and what you can be doing to boost your level of strength. As always, please visit one. Please visit our sponsors. The sponsors of All About Fitness are Vicor and the new TerraCore fitness platform, Active Motion Bar, Let the Resistance Move You, and Skills. Performance training products, be ready. Check out the show notes for links. And also, if you're interested in catching myself or a number of my other guests um, at a speaking, we are going to be at a series of conferences this year called SCW Mania. And I'll have the link below. That's scwfit.com. You can use the code McCall17 to save a registration. That's where if you go to a fitness conference, you can learn all this stuff and much, much more. And you can actually learn how to become a personal trainer or group fitness instructor if you're thinking about changing your career and doing something a little bit more fun and uh, providing a little more activity. Um, On that note, also, if you take a second, please give us a favorable rating. If you're listening to this point, (laughs) if you're listening to this point, hopefully you enjoy the podcast and the information I put out there. But please give us a favorable rating on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, The better ratings receive, the more it'll pop up in search engines. I appreciate that. And if you have any ideas um, for conversations, or guests you'd like to hear, please email me, Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com, or you can catch me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is PeteMC underscore fitness, and my Instagram tag is PeteMcCall underscore fitness. Thanks a lot. Stay fit, and I hope to see you soon.